are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Interesting show. Heading into the weekend, we're going to spend pretty much all of it talking about what's going on with this Love is Blind lawsuit, the Nick Vile hate that he is getting because of his awful, awful, awful takes on what's been happening, the response by the Love is Blind contestants to Nick's takes. It's a lot. And we will get to that momentarily. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast also brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. It's going to premiere next week on comingoutforlove.com. Click on a bundle that you want to choose to watch all 16 episodes. Promo code is REALITYSTEVE. That gets you 15% off any bundle that you choose. That's comingoutforlove.com, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. Go there, click on a bundle. Pick which package you want, which bundle you want. Use promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your order. So I will be the first to admit I am the late one to the party on this. If you listened yesterday to Podcast 336 with um, with Bachelor Data, Susanna Summers, you heard me say to her when we were talking about Love is Blind that a publicist for the contestants that are involved in all this right now, reached out to me, uh, what was the date of this email? Um, reached out to me on the 18th, so 10 days ago, and asked me if I wanted to be the first to interview Jeremy Hartwell and Nick Thompson, who were both on Love is Blind and are the ones behind what is going on right now, which is well, Jeremy Hartwell has sued the show, and Jeremy and Nick founded and started you can which is unscripted cast advocacy network which is going to provide legal and mental health support to past current and future uh, reality tv cast members so um at the time when i got it um i didn't i never responded i i had seen it i it got lost not lost but it was sitting there and i just never got back to it since then, you've probably heard them on Game of Roses podcast. You've heard them on with Dave Neal. You've heard them on with She's All Batch. Of course, the people, the person that you don't hear them on with is Nick Vial's podcast because Nick is taking the complete opposite stance against these people and sounding like a complete jackass in the process. And look, I know a lot of you, I don't know about a lot, but I know there are some of you out there listening right now that's saying, there you go talking about Nick again, he's living rent-free in your head. That's not the case. First off, 
I don't know, go back through every recent daily roundup. It's been probably a month since I've mentioned Nick's name. There's been, I only bring Nick up when he steps in it. And he has stepped in it again, and this is probably the biggest thing he's ever stepped in. And the thing about it is, while Nick is allowed to express whatever opinion he wants, when this many people are calling him out, I think we are the ones that might be in the right here, and maybe the insufferable narcissistic windbag is in the wrong. And the chances of him actually admitting it and being like, whoa, wait a second, I spoke out of turn. I'd love to hear him say it about this because he is flat out dead wrong in, in, the, in his take on this and how he's portraying it. But he won't because he is who he is. You know the quote. We hear it all the time, and it pertains once again to what's going on right now. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. In Nick's case, and the second time, and the third time, and the fourth time, and the fifth time, and the sixth time. How many times did this guy have to display problematic behavior on his podcast and say problematic things for people to realize he's full of shit? I don't know how many times it has to happen. So here's the deal. I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't respond, but I am glad that they all got their message out there. And Nick, after I, um, Nick Thompson, uh, the one who is co-founder with Jeremy for UCAN, had thanked me last night for sharing their story. And I'm going to play it for you uh, right now. What? Um, and there, there's another woman involved in this that Nick took a shot at. Danielle Rule, who admittedly having suicidal thoughts since her time on the show, on Love is Blind, because of the conditions that they put her in. She was suicidal before she ever came on the show. And this is what she wrote last night on her Instagram story. She wrote this. In his most recent real podcast, Nick Vial jokes about suicide and says... If anyone has come forward and said they were once suicidal, I don't think they're fit for reality TV. Then she wrote, doesn't this align with exactly what I've been communicating? That I was questioning why I was cleared? Also, that when I expressed that I was having these thoughts in Mexico, they should have provided support and let me go home. This is when she was on the show in Mexico on Love is Blind. Also, just because I wasn't mentally fit doesn't mean that everyone who has these thoughts are incapable. Instead of sympathizing, Nick Vile is making fun of the fact that I had been suicidal. For laughs? Really? Poking fun at suicide? Nick Vile, did you think twice about anyone else who has been suicidal before using it in a disgusting, judgmental joke? It isn't funny. If you are so triggered as me, let Vic Nile, Nick Vile know he's just continuing the stigma that we are trying to eliminate. I mean, she said it all right there. There's nothing for me to repeat. What I will say about it is this. Nick's whole stance is, what is this contestant doing on reality TV if she had some mental health issues before the show? Perfectly valid take, Nick. If, a giant if, she was picked up off the street or while she was in the grocery store, thrown into the back of a van and thrown onto Love is Blind without signing anything. Then you could say, What is she doing on this show? 
production, casting, interviewed her, and allowed her. So you're blaming the contestant when, why aren't you blaming production for this? When they were clearly aware of her mental state and probably loved the fact that she had that because they knew they could prey on someone like her. That's what's so bizarre about his take. But not really because we know where Nick sides on every single reality TV show issue. He sides with production. He is an absolute shill for reality TV producers. Every single one of his takes sides with them. He never sides with contestants. When it comes to all these contestants are doing is saying, we had some of the poorest conditions on this show when we were on Love is Blind. And all the You Can Foundation is doing is basically just saying they're a nonprofit organization. They're not making any money off this. They want to provide some legal and mental health to support cast members coming off the show who mentally aren't doing really well. And Nick has to crap on this? Like, why can't his take just be, wow, this is a good idea? Because reality TV shows kind of put you on their show and then spit you out and don't really take care of you after the fact. But God forbid Nick had any sympathy towards anybody but his own ego. I mean, holy crap. Yet again. Suicide? I, I can't believe... I, as. As much of a D-bag as I think he is, I can't believe he said that about a contestant who had suicidal thoughts pre- and post-show on Love is Blind. And his take was, if they were once suicidal, I don't think they're fit for reality TV. But Nick, somebody let them on. They weren't kidnapped and thrown onto the show against their will. Why can't you give production any sort of heat? Why can't you give the higher-ups at Love is Blind any sort of heat for casting a woman like this when you know damn well they knew this about her? It's just unbelievable how far up his own ass this guy is. And again, if your take is, Nick's allowed to express his opinion, yeah, and I'm allowed to express mine. And if you're actually siding with Nick on this take, your head is up your own ass. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
you got to remember, remember when Nick had me on his podcast and even then, you know, this was during the pandemic. And even then when he had me on, he dismissed contestants feelings. Remember his whole take of, I think that people that get a bad edit just don't remember what happened. Remember that awful take? So this is nothing new coming from Nick. He thinks that anybody that criticizes reality TV, anybody that goes on it and criticizes it is just upset that they didn't basically flourish and get a post-show influencing career and aren't making money like other people are. That's his take. Anybody that has a criticism of it, it's like, well, you're misremembering how things happen. Really? He can speak for everybody who's been on the show that has that take. The amount of contestants that I've spoken to that can roll out the things that they have said to me, the negative way they were treated by production or the way production basically ignored them when they were no longer on the show and they didn't care about them. But yet it's always the contestants' fault and they're the ones misremembering what really happened when they were filming. Even though Nick wasn't there, he knows. He knows everybody. I mean, it's just... Like I said, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And in Nick's case, this is probably time number eight, nine, or ten, where he just consistently has his head so far and his lips so close to production's asshole that he's just smooching them until the cows come home. He's a shill. He is a company man. He is spinning propaganda. He is spinning misinformation out there. Someone else that just did that lost their job this week in major media news. It's like he's the reality TV version. Should I just call him Tucker Vial now? Nick Carlson? Because to me, that's what he's doing. He's perpetuating one side of things, which is He's only giving you production side. He's telling you production is always in the right. And he'll always throw in the occasional, they're making a TV show. Yes, they can put you in situations that are awkward, but ultimately it's up to you. And what these people are saying is, Nick, no, it's not. And all we're asking for is decent working conditions. And that's not what happened here. Nick Thompson and Jeremy Hartwell, if you heard them on Game of Roses, if you heard them, um, I believe they were both on with Dave. Danielle Rule was on with She's All Batch. I'm going to see who I can get on. I mean, I'm, I just have to determine, uh, you know, who wants to come on, if they want to come on with me. I know I, I'm, I'm sure that Nick Thompson would. But honestly, it's, it's going to be the same stuff. That, like, I don't – it's not that I don't want them on, but – their their voice is out there now. This is making major news in the reality TV world because these people are actually standing up for reality TV contestants. So I don't think they would say anything different on my podcast. The big one is Nick Vial. He needs to sit down with these people. I know you're like, these people should never go on Nick's podcast. No, they should. Because I think they can put Nick in his place and at least make him think. He's not thinking. These are awful, awful takes. 
ripping somebody for being suicidal and saying, well, then don't go on reality TV. How about no? How about getting on the production side and saying, don't cast them? Why is it the contestants' fault? And he's saying, and he's base his take is, well, they're just upset that they haven't flourished and they have an opportunity. Look at Nick Thompson's Instagram page; he's got three hundred and thirty thousand followers. He has all these opportunities given to him by this show, and now he's upset at them for the way he was treated. Yeah, and he's allowed to have both. He's allowed to have a following. And he's allowed to, you know, be like, you know what? This was shitty of how I was treated. But because that contract and because most of these people are so scared to go up against Big Brother and these big corporations, most of them keep quiet. I know this because they tell me privately. I'm talking Bachelor World people, not Love is Blind people. So here's what Danielle Rule said in response to what Nick said on his podcast in regards to, like, I read you what she wrote on her Instagram uh, story. That was all just words. Then she recorded a reel, and in the caption of that reel, she said she reached out to Nick first to address him. He didn't respond. She messaged him on uh, on Instagram. He's probably flooded. That's fine. But he didn't respond, so that's why she felt the need to take to Instagram reel. And this is what she said. So it was brought to my attention that Nick Vial did a podcast that was essentially a slam piece that also poked fun at the fact that I had previously attempted suicide. I remember the first time I ever discussed this in an interview and I was so hesitant to do so and I was terrified for it to come out because this isn't easy stuff to talk about. It is people like Nick Vial that make it hard to talk about. It's people like Nick Vial that is a reason that it's still stigmatized, that it's a reason that people don't want to speak out about it. There's a reason that people are embarrassed by it. He's saying comments in a way that make people who have attempted suicide feel less than. And I hope that he recognizes that there's a wide breadth of people outside of just me who are feeling this too. And the fact that he's wanting to go back to school to become a therapist, when his entire career is bringing people down, when he doesn't understand the sensitivities around mental health or suicide ideations or those who have attempted suicide in the past like that's scary that's that could be potentially be very damaging and he can continue to be an internet bully all he wants but to be bullying people based on their mental health to be talking about suicide and then want to be a therapist you gotta choose one dude so so that was um that was danielle and obviously i agree with everything she said and look, should Nick have Danielle on his podcast? Absolutely. Should he have Nick Thompson and Jeremy Hartwell on his podcast? Absolutely. But he won't because he doesn't want to debate because he thinks he's always right. He will never have somebody on that has a 180-degree different opinion than him. just doesn't work for his brand. He's going to spew out what he spews out, and he absolutely should have them on, and I know he won't. And if he does, he'll probably still debate them. He should have them on to apologize and say either I didn't put much thought into this or I didn't realize something, whatever the case may be. But he is in the wrong on this. Yes, everyone's allowed to have an opinion, but your opinion can be wrong. There is such a thing. He's wrong on this. You don't speak to someone who had suicidal tendencies and speak upon them that way. 
And this is for a guy who's been through it, not suicidal tendencies, but just been through the reality TV show Ringer. He knows how production treats people. And maybe, just maybe, Nick never got that level of manipulation and that level of deceit and that level of lying and that level of poor working conditions. That's fine. But the thing is, Nick dismisses anybody who didn't have the same exact experience that he did. That's the issue. Because you didn't experience it, Nick, doesn't mean other people did. They did. It doesn't mean that they didn't experience it because you didn't. And I don't understand how he doesn't get that. It's mind-boggling. So here's what Nick Thompson, who is, like I said, the co-founder of the UCAN network with Jeremy Hartwell. Here's what he had to say. The, the, uh, he put out a reel which was taking Nick's clip of what he said and then Nick Thompson's response to Nick. So here's that. No, we have poor reality TV stars who aren't smart enough to monetize their Instagram. So Nick Vile has made his opinion clear. He does not believe that reality TV producers are responsible for ensuring cast members are provided mental health support, fundamental human rights, basic labor law protections, and so on. He continues to punch down from his podcast studio to our newly formed nonprofit, the UCAN Foundation, all in an attempt to discredit and demonize our work. He's resorted to slinging personal insults about intelligence and platform monetization. What? Personal insults happen when somebody doesn't want to debate you on the merits of your issue. There is a difference between taking an opportunity and the moral obligation to provide basic support to human beings. We all see you don't believe reality TV personalities deserve to be treated like human beings. Instead, you protect the producers, production companies, by pushing a narrative that is pure propaganda. When you decide to come to the right side of the issue, or at least you want to have a productive dialogue about it, I'm here for it with no hard feelings. So there's so there's Nick Thompson's response to what Nick says. And look, the other thing that I didn't even get to was not only is he really crapping on Nick Thompson and Jeremy Hartwell for starting up this foundation, he wouldn't address it. He wouldn't give out the URL, the youcanfoundation.org. He wouldn't give that address out. He called them MFers, and he was basically laughing at the fact that they were asking for money for people to provide, and all the UCAN uh, Foundation is doing is providing legal and mental health support to, to past, current, and future reality TV contestants. And Nick Vile is sitting here calling them MFers and saying these people are ungrateful. They got a bunch of followers out of the show, and now they're suing it, and he's just basically laughing at them. I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. And, you know, the thing is, if he keeps this up and he keeps this take going and he keeps doubling down, the more people, because I feel the more people come at him, the more he's going to get defensive and keep this take going, which is awful. Because I've never seen this guy say, God, you know what? I was dead wrong on that. I should have looked into it more. I should have been more respectful of some other people's feelings that I don't know what they were going through. It'd be great if he said that. But certainly doesn't sound like that's the route he's going. And he's just going to sit there and have his yes men all around him tell him he knows what he's doing and nobody's going to question him. 
And God forbid he keeps going with his podcast and keeps spewing this propaganda that promotes production and what they do behind the scenes, and it's not as bad as you all think it is. When we have contestants who have suffered mentally from the way they were treated, and that's all they're asking for is, can we get some support? Can we get some help? Here's a woman, Danielle, that during her season of Love is Blind, when she was in Mexico, was telling production how much she was struggling struggling mentally, yet they kept her on the show. Why wasn't she immediately removed from the show? That's what she's asking. Why didn't they take me off? Yet, yet Nick's take is, you, it's on you. Nobody's forcing you to do anything. Yeah, they kind of are once you're on the show. And just the whole take about blaming the contestant for going on the show when they're having mental health issues. Zero. Zero accountability for the production side of it. It's unbelievable. But looks like he's going to continue this. Uh, this story is definitely not dead. I will keep talking about it. I'll try and get Nick on, Danielle on. I know they've been on other ones, but I'll probably bring them on for a little bit so we can talk about this um, and just and just kind of see. Might even do it in a daily roundup. I'm not sure yet. Uh, just uh, give me the weekend to figure out how I'm going to do this. And um, But I definitely, obviously, want to bring attention. I'm glad that Game of Roses and Dave and She's All Batch, the podcast that I always bring up when I talk about, hey, you listen to Bachelor Nation podcasts, you are going to get people that are kissing the ass of the television side because the television side is who is writing their checks and paying them. You hear any of these people going on Bachelor Happy Hour? You hear any of these people going on Clickbait? You hear any of these people going on Nick's podcast? No, and they never will, I don't think, because it basically swims in the face of what those contestants who are being paid by the television show represent. It's unfortunate. I would ask Nick, hey, Nick, do the right thing. Put these people on your podcast. Put Danielle on. Let her tell you how she felt, how, how low she got in her mental health, and then sit there and tell her, it's her fault. Put Jeremy and Nick Thompson on your show and debate them and let them tell you what they're doing to help reality show contestants. Do the right thing, Nick. I know you won't. Thank you for listening. I hope you uh, have a great weekend. Um, there's going to be more to this definitely coming, so keep it here. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Check that out. Man, what a hell of a podcast today. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you.